Hello and welcome to the Daily Booktopian. I'm Mark Harding, Content and Brand Manager for Booktopia, and this is a podcast all about reading during the time of coronavirus and what we're reading and recommending while we're all working from home and minimizing our time in the outside world. I am joined today by Booktopia's Category Manager for Fiction, Ben Hunter. Hello, Ben. Hi, how are you doing? Very well, thank you. And we're also joined today by Senior Content Producer and Editor of the Booktopian blog, Olivia Frico. Hello. How are you, Liv? I'm great. We're about to talk about books. This is a great time for me. Wonderful. I want to be doing with my day. <laughs> um, and I also just wanted, before we jumped in, to uh, just give a little bit of a note on our recording quality. We're all recording this uh, via Skype uh, on our laptops in our in our houses, so the quality of the audio may not be as as high as the quality on some of our other Booktopia podcasts. Uh, so to begin with, uh, Olivia, what are you reading at the moment? What's getting you through uh, this period of, of isolation? Okay. Well, uh, literally yesterday I finished reading uh, The House of Mirth by Edith Wharton, um, which was incredible. Uh, I hadn't read her since uni, um, and I'd read The, ha um, sorry, the Age of Innocence. Um, really enjoyed that, but I was not expecting this book to blow me away so much, um, despite the little bit of anti-Semitism in it. But it's just an incredible novel, Edith Wharton taking on, you know, the gilded age of New York high society. And it felt very apt for our current moment where society is not crumbling, but a bit shaky. So that was weird to read. But I'm also have picked up Hamnet by Maggie O'Farrell. Um, which I literally just started yesterday, and it is so good. It's about um, William Shakespeare's son, um, Hamnet, who died of the plague in, I think, 1596? Don't quote me on that. Yeah, 1596. Um, and it's about the impact of Hamnet's death on the rest of the family, including Shakespeare, although Shakespeare himself is never named. And it's really good. Oh, really? I've, I've not heard of that one. That sounds like a really interesting read. Yeah, it's so interesting. And Maggie O'Farrell is the kind of author that commands adoration wherever she goes. Um, sure. She's okay. been writing, and I think it was The Telegraph in the UK, may, maybe not The Telegraph, um, but writing about redeeming Shakespeare's wife, Anne Hathaway, or as yeah. she's actually called, Agnes. Um She's always portrayed as this evil cradle snatcher who killed all of his creative whims. But she's given a really interesting story here. Um, and it's more about, you know, like fathers and sons and mothers and sons and just, I don't know, it's so immersive and it's so interesting to come at it from the perspective of his family and how, because, and how it affected Shakespeare's work because about three or four years later, after um, after Hamlet's death, Hamlet, I mean, Shakespeare releases Hamlet, the play, which is considered by some his greatest tragedy. So I'm, I'm only about 50 pages into it, but I just cannot wait to really dive into it. It's just, it's incredible. Okay. It feels so immediate and a bit like Wolf Hall in the way it's written. It's that third person present tense. So you feel yeah. very present in the moment, but also so removed and just watching it all unfold. Can I also just say, Liv, like knowing you, that those two picks are extremely on brand. 
for you. <laughs> uh, I don't know what to say to that. Um, I guess. I think that's the compliment. They sound like excellent books. It's a compliment, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, all I'm going to say is I think Maggie O'Farrell wrote this book especially for me because it just ticks all of my boxes. And Wonderful. it's getting so much love on social media, so you're bound to hear about it. Okay, <laughs> really. So this is me telling you to read it when it comes out, <laughs> which should be, I think it comes out March 31st, so today. Let me oh, excellent. Check. And it's got a excellent. gorgeous cover as well, seriously. So beautiful. Wonderful. All right, thank you for those recommendations, Liv. They, they sound awesome. Um, ben, what's uh, been across your radar this week? Well, I've just started reading The Glass Hotel by Emily St. John Mandel, and it's awesome, as I kind of thought it would be. Um, Emily St. John Mandel is a kind of a booktopia favourite. Uh, she's a Canadian author who uh, just skyrocketed to fame with this breakout book called Station Eleven, which is about in the world. <laughs> Um, and society uh, rebuilding itself in a strange and wonderful way after a global pandemic, <laughs> um, believe it or not. Um, and uh, I read that book years ago and uh, successive people have read it in the office and uh, have loved it and we've all been waiting for this book and, and now it's here and it's awesome. You've, you've read it too, Olivia? Yes, I loved it. Um, not as much as Station Eleven, but I think it it's a quieter novel, but it's doing the same kind of work that Station yeah, Eleven was. I'm getting the same vibe, and I'm only a little yeah. bit of the way into it. Um, the setting is beautiful. You um, uh, go from a, a gross urban kind of landscape to this five-star hotel on the northern tip of Vancouver Island in this kind of uh, uh, British Columbia wilderness. Um, absolutely uh, stunning. Um, it's, yeah, it's dark and elusive and really interesting. Is that, it's not set in the same story universe as Station Eleven, is it? Well, Not we that I can really tell <laughs> in this little fraction I've read. Well, look, all I'm gonna say is there is a character from Station Eleven, who appears in The Glass Hotel. Oh. Not in a way that makes it a sequel, but when you see her, you'll be like, oh, I remember you. And it's kind of like an alternate universe, but what could have happened for that character? Oh, awesome. Does that count Does that count as a spoiler, Liv? Should we, should we put a, no. a disclaimer at the top of this? I don't think so. And I'm someone that hates getting things spoiled for her, but I'm just going to say that's not a spoiler, really, because it's like... And well, they do. Uh, look, the less you know about the Glass Hotel going in, the better. And I find that for a lot of Emily St. John Mandel's books. But just you, and if you haven't read Station Eleven, you won't even miss. You you will like it. Doesn't um, ruin the reading experience if you hadn't read it. So it's not a sequel. I'm just going to stop talking because I feel like I'm yeah, ruining it. Um, but if you haven't read Station Eleven, go and read Station Eleven because it's an excellent novel. Yeah. Um, yeah, the the Emily St. John Mandel cinematic universe has to has to be <laughs> The only cinematic um, universe I care about. Another book I um just uh knocked off the end of over the weekend is called The Loudness of Unsaid Things. It's a debut novel uh by an Australian author, Hilda Hinton. Um she's really interesting. 
Um, this novel is very personal uh, and it's very creative and, and, and wonderful, um, but also just uh, really readable and really fun, um, but also heartbreaking. Uh, <laughs> it's all of these things. Um, there's mental illness. There's um, the death of a mother by suicide. There's a young woman who tries to kind of, who is just uh, so uh, infectious and cool as a character. Her name is Susie. And um, she uh, grows up in, in Melbourne and then Sydney. Um, and and you, you, you are there with her as she comes out of this totally fractured world and um, makes a way for herself in her own wonderful way. Um, and there's a dual narrative with another character who is doing some really interesting work. Um, and you're kind of, you, you spend the whole novel waiting to see how they're going to collide. Um, and it's really cool. Awesome. There's a lot of um, anticipation for that one. We've been getting a, a steady stream of pre-orders. Um, yeah. That, so. <laughs> there's, um, there's a, um, there's a uh, bold and beautiful uh, um, home audience for that uh, in uh, the Love Your Sister um, sort of community and foundation. Um, so Hilda Hinton is um, Sam from Love Your Sister's um, other sister, his elder sister. Um, so uh, it's it's within that family and that that whole community is coming behind this book. It's a uh, if you don't know anything about Love Your Sister, um, go look at it on um, especially on Facebook. It's a beautiful um, uh, group of people. Um, tens of thousands, I think half a million Aussies follow that page, and um, they're all raising lots of money for good cancer research. That's a really cool thing. That's awesome. Thank you, Ben. Those are a couple of great recommendations there. Um, we usually like to wrap up the podcast. Uh, usually, I say this is episode two, but we would like to wrap up the podcast by giving a shout out to um, an Australian author that maybe you, you haven't heard of before and just giving some support to the local local industry and community. Ben, do you have somebody that uh, you reckon readers and listeners should check out? Oh, I, uh, I certainly do. Um, there is a book that I've been... Uh, uh, just going on and on about to everyone in the office and everyone I meet um, for a while now, and it's uh, just about to hit the stores. It's called The Animals in That Country. Um, the author is uh, Laura Jean McKay, uh, Australian book, um, and it is so timely but so unique and so awesome. Um, a wild flu comes and hits Australia, um, and it's uh it's uh it has this strange effect on people in which they start to understand how animals communicate um with real language um and the way that that is expressed is just mind-blowing it's funny it's gross it's creative um and there's there's a road trip element to this novel there's this apocalyptic element um, and there's great characters. It's just awesome. It's my favorite book of the year. Um, and that's just enough to publish. Brilliant. Thank you so much for that, Ben.
Um, guys, thank you so much for joining us today, Ben and Liv. We uh, loved having you on. Thank you for your contributions. Um, and you can listen to uh, other episodes of the Booktopia podcast for free right now on SoundCloud. And we will be back same time again tomorrow uh, with another episode of the Daily Booktopia. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for listening to the Booktopia podcast channel. Don't forget, you can subscribe to us on SoundCloud and iTunes for free and get access to hundreds of author discussions, book analysis pieces, and more. Or, if your eyes need a workout, head to Booktopia TV on YouTube. Don't forget, for all books featured in this podcast, and for access to a whole bunch of other fun content on our blog, head to Booktopia, Australia's local bookstore, at booktopia.com.au.